everyone welcome to another phenomenal night of gadget talk it's gonna be a lot of fun tonight of course we're gonna be we got dave that's gonna be joining us here very shortly uh there's a giveaway at the end of tonight which i gotta get the giveaway tool set up here in a minute um but we are here chad and i've had a busy weekend i was in georgia running around playing with gadgets all weekend maybe some of y'all saw me um and then also yeah, I was in Tri-Cities. Yeah, yeah, I got to see some patrons there, talk to them. It was fun. It was a blast. Right, and then Tom was up at CoinFest, and, of course, you saw some other people up there as well. Um, so several of us from the network were at all three Megas, so we're representing yep. there, so just had a lot of fun. Um, but we're going to get to our sponsors, and then we're going to get to some other stuff here very shortly. As soon as I can find it, and I'm already going to admit I'm very tired tonight, so... Energy level may not quite be there, but I'm I'm gonna pump through. Here we go. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at three dollars a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button, or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. All right. We're back. We're back. And I got the giveaway tool started up, um, but we'll get, we'll tell you what that is here shortly. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. But also before we bring on Dave, I want to show everybody something that we got in our hands early last week. And I'm gonna go ahead and go with my my screen real quick. Big, we have the new shinies for Cash Fest. As soon as it focuses, yeah, that's just a little tease. So that's all you're going to get. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a dramatic reveal. There they are. There they are. Look at that. Where's that? Those are absolutely gorgeous. I am so excited about these. So we got the red, the blue, and the black. And Don't this kind of gives you a size reference. <laughs> and they are, I, they don't, I mean, I questioned if it was four inches or not. I took a measuring tape to them and they are four inches. So yeah, those are four inches long. And then, of course, on the back. Do you show it, cover up the uh, yep, code? There's okay. this, and it's kind of, and they're shiny on the back as well. So those are available at cashfest.com. Go there, go to the store, and $20 a coin or $50 for the complete set. And we have them in hand now, so you can go ahead and get those ordered, and they will you'll get them here shortly. So Yeah, and at some of the events, I think you and uh, – some other people actually handed them out at some of the events. So if you're at Coin Fest and then the right, and if you're at, you're at Jackson County uh, Agri Tourism, I had the hardest time trying to say that. And that's <laughs> with the GPS maze this weekend. That's the shirt I've got on right now. So yeah, that was uh, 
really great event, some really cool gadgets. And you'll see some, some of those this week and the next few weeks also on my channel. So, but y'all aren't here to hear us talk. Y'all are here to see Dave. So let's go ahead and bring in Dave Wagner, DJ W house. Hey, hey welcome Dave. Dave. Evening gentlemen. How you doing? <sighs> doing, doing great now because now we're just Chad and are going to sit down and let you have the show. <laughs> yeah. It's my turn. It's our, na it's our nap time now. <laughs> No. So I, I know I'm excited to have you on. Um, you know, I think D Derek and I actually have a little bit more exposure to the new kits because, you know, we've been working with you on building them and yeah. making them. But um, I'm excited to hear you actually explain them. We've had a lot of questions, a lot of emails on how exactly they work. And I think the best way to explain it is actually to have you on and, and explain to people how they work and what they are. Yep. All right. Yeah, there's a little bit of history on them. And, and um, I thought maybe a good way to do this is to go through and do a little bit of where the ideas came from. And I'm going to go turn my mic down here a little bit. I keep hearing myself tonight. There's a little bit of delay for the, the side cam I've got. So, um, and, and, um, Derek's got some pictures to pull up here. So the three, the three, um, kits are Simon, um, scales and chase. And, uh, I'll give you a little bit of background of where they came from and then we'll do a demo on each of the kits or not the assignment. I think everybody's got that one down. Yeah, so. that one. yeah. yeah. So let's pull up uh, some of the, the pictures here. So this is actually a, a spark fun uh, stock Simon game. And it was sort of the origins of my first Simon um, cash that I put out. So just keep flipping through pictures here. Um, so I, I adapted a little bit, took the battery and, uh, items off and kind of boxed it up in a small kit put it in there with an on-off switch, which nobody ever turned off, of course, and uh, made a nice Simon game out of it. You can see a little more of the birdhouse evolving. And there it is. This is like my third um, uh, electronic cache and really the second um, Arduino style cache kind of thing. And, and then, you know, what we ended up with, everybody's kind of familiar with it, is the Simon uh, ammo can. What's really nice about this from my perspective is no switches, no on, no off. And it's basically just uh, play Simon and uh, it lasts forever as far as batteries go. So so this is this has been out for a while. I think it's been, um, uh, I don't know how many have sold. I know we've sold quite a few, but I think I've yeah. seen even some logs of people out in the field. FTF Magazine had yeah, a uh, picture. Uh, of someone with uh, a Simon cache out there, one of these caches. So, so everybody knows what Simon is. We're, we won't spend a ton of time on on Simon necessarily, but let's go on to the next one, which is scales. So this ugliness <laughs> <laughs> is where scales started from. So scales is actually still uh, there's an active full um, uh, birdhouse style cache that's out. It, it's been adopted from me, but basically uh, it's still in the woods. It's uh, GC7G29G. It's got like a little less than 100 favorites. And uh, so that one's still out there. So this is the same um, concept as, as the ammo can scales. So let's take a look at some of the. So that's, that's the mess that was the first scales. And this is the backside of the board. And you can see the lettering up there, DCB. A, G, whatever. Those are um, the scales of music is, is how that started. And from the front side, looks a little. And there's those three buttons that you'll find on the scales ammo can. 
and then do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do at the top. And the idea was to push the buttons to get it to go from do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. So go through about eight different notes there by discovering what order you push the button. So essentially what scales is, is a random set of uh, button presses and you press it. When you get it right, it goes up. When you get it wrong, it goes all the way back to the beginning. So you have to remember the sequence of what's right, what's wrong, and then experiment to find the next one. And that's uh, wired number 11, which was scales. Now, scales was, I thought, a decent idea. So I actually ended up doing a second version of scales. And even though this looks very different, it's scales again. There's three buttons. You need to discover the order to push the buttons. And instead of LEDs lighting in sequence, like the other scales we showed you, and the scales ammo can, which is the, the kit, there's actually a rabbit in the hat. And uh, the rabbit in the hat will raise up as you get the sequence correct. And anytime you miss, the rabbit drops back into the hat. And this one you may have even seen, I think Joshua yep. um, may have done a, a, a vlog, a vlogger did a uh, uh, West Bend Cash Bash, did a little video on that. I don't know if, if you're gonna toss yep, it in there, Derek. There we go. We're yeah. all in here. So let me go ahead and play this. Let's see if we can get them to do their magic. Let's see if we'll play it. Oops. Of course, it's got a buffer. <laughs> well, so the ammo can scales is essentially this game, less the rabbit hat, and lots of fancy stuff. So let's go ahead and announce what we're going to be doing here tonight as far as a giveaway goes while we okay. have everybody while we're paused here. So uh, tonight, Dave's actually going to be giving away <clears throat> one of the. Uh, Chase games. Um, that we said, right, Chase? Yep. That's so, what yeah, one said. of the Chase games here. Um, Derek, you have to put the hashtag Chase. Is that correct? Is yes. That what we're doing in the chat to get put in on the uh, the drawing. So at the end of the show, we'll do a drawing for everybody who's watching live, and you'll get the opportunity to win one of the games. Right. And the I got to without the ammo now. Actually, you're going to win the kit, not the game, right? You have to still put it yeah, together. Yeah, and report back into uh, Gadget Talk Central here. Yeah. Right. So put put hashtag Chase into the chat, and you'll be registered. And I got my um, my tool going over here, so we got that going. Um, I don't know. Now it started buffering again. Anyway, it, Josh plays Chase. Or not Chase. <laughs> plays Scales. <laughs> of course, it was it was there, but it won't be now. So too no much problem. going on, on my computer tonight. All right. Let me let me let me go to the the, the side cam here, and okay. we'll just do a, a, a quick demo of this. So just you know, if you're familiar with the um, Simon version of the game, it's built essentially the same. So instead of four buttons, you'll see there's only three buttons here. Uh, the board is identical. The battery is identical. The piezo disc is identical, and um, the biggest difference here is on this side is one less button. And instead of the four LEDs, there's actually uh, seven LEDs on this one. But it starts up the same. All right. So as it ran across, that's what we're trying to do is to go ahead and sequence it from one side to the other. And I'll go ahead and, and I'm going to move away from the camera here and just, that's a wrong push. That's a good push. Let's guess this one. Oh, got it right again. And wrong. So, and then we'll try. Yeah. So by trial elimination, you can see eventually you'll 
get. Uh, I've already forgotten. <laughs> You'll eventually get across to the seven. Now, for those who aren't looking at it, you can actually change the difficulty as well of the game uh, when you're programming it or when you're putting it together. Yeah, you can, you can hear a little bit, but uh, maybe you can hear a tick, tick. Yeah, I can hear it. Yep. Yeah. So it's a time game, and there's two levels of difficulty, or three levels of difficulty, but the two levels are different times, so that at the base level, it's got one time to solve it. If you go to a little harder level, you have less time to solve, or easy level, excuse me, you have more time to solve it. And if you go to the more difficult level, and you, and you program this, it's your decision. Instead of doing the seven LEDs, it'll do them in sets, so one LED, one plus two, then two, then two plus three, then three. Then. So you'll see them go in, in pairs. So it actually takes 13 moves. So at the uh, more difficult level, it's it's kind of like getting past that memory break of eight or nine things you can kind of keep straight. Uh, you'll have to remember a sequence of, of like 13 different button presses and discovering as you go uh, which one's uh, working, which one's not. So, so basically it's just uh, Simon in a way discovering the button presses it doesn't tell you and you have to discover them and you discover them basically by we'll do it again here which one is right that one's right and which one's wrong that's kind of the long and short but again this is seven so not horribly difficult even though i'm not mastering it here <laughs> so this is my third version of scales um, two, two that went into the field and, and now the one that's in the, the, the kit here. And, um, I, you know, I think in general it's been relatively popular. People figure it out fairly quickly. And again, there's three different difficulty levels, real easy, normal level, and then expert level, you got to get 13 different, uh, yeah, button sequences to make it work. So yeah, that would be kind of rough on a lot of us to be able to do that one. Um, and just let us know in the chat. If you've ever done one like this at Scales, uh, let us know. We would really like to see what some of y'all uh, have said. Um, I look, I'm just kind of flipping through here. I see a lot of hashtag chase. So once again, put in, in the chat, <laughs> hashtag chase, um, if you would like to win the chase game. Um, right now I see there's 24 watching right now, and I got 20 entries. So four of you haven't gotten on there. So yeah, type hashtag chase and get in there. Uh, Admittedly, I haven't put my name in yet. But. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you need another one. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did give. I did give one of these um, to a um, a, a geocacher up in West Bend for the cash crash this year, and um, that one's been. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's the chase one that's been put out. Okay, let's hang on to that for a second. So. This one, the GC number for the rabbit version was GC7Q0B as in boy, A as in able. It got 150 some uh, favorite points, which is for the mega uh, pretty good. It's, it's archived at the moment, but same thing. Three buttons with a rabbit. And then the scales one, GC7G29G, it's got about 96 favorites. It, it's been adopted out but it's still uh, out in the wild and ready to be found. And of course you can get one of your own. So there it is. I just have the audio turned down. Um, and that's kind of just kind of seeing if when the rabbit comes up, 
as you push the right thing. So it's the same thing that we're saying, except it just has a different motor in it. Yeah. When you miss when you miss the combination, the rabbit goes back down. And Josh missed it. And, and you Josh make a face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's, anybody just to know in the in the kits when you get them you get the in, the instruction manual and it actually on the back of it here or at the end it actually goes through programming everything on all the different kits so it's actually really simple. Jason can you, to test them, and if I can do it, then anybody can do it. Yeah, and, and, and if you, and if you built the Simon one, it's no more difficult and no more easy. It's it's really the same complexity as the Simon uh, level game was. Uh, uses, in fact, most of the same parts, so we don't have to have uh, Chad add more stock to his uh, workroom there. Um, and um, same level of complexity. So if you've done one, you definitely can do this one. Right. And it's just, it's so really good. And I see that we've already switched up, but I'm going to go ahead and pull that one out here. And Trey Cassius here uh, has a question on, it says, Dave, what are you using to raise the rabbit? Yeah, that, that was a fun one. It's a 10K motor-driven slide pot. And so um, the Arduino has a, a, a motor driver and it's driving the little DC motor up and down. And because it's on the slide pot as it starts at the bottom, it reads zero ohms. It gets to the top, it's 10K ohms. So the voltage changes as it goes up and down. And happy to share the code on this one if anybody wants to try to dissect it and yeah, work out yeah. something similar. Um, but yeah, basically you turn the motor on and move it up you know one eighth of the way if it's eight stops and then if they get it right again you move it up two eighths of the way and and uh it was it was a fun uh, a fun project to do i also used the slide pot in the um the love boat which unfortunately was taken down by the uh the forest preserve police and uh lost uh, went to some mysterious end uh, but that had a slide pot that had a boat that moved across as you solve the game it would move across that was the love boat so it, it it works good i've got some history with it somebody wants the code for that they're welcome to it all right yeah I, i've seen the slide pots used on several caches and i actually really like uh what you can do with the slide pots and what was the gc again on the rocky bull winkle one it, it is archived right uh, but it's gc 7q 0 b as boy a is an apple okay and i'm putting that into the chat right now uh, so that is the link for the that one is what the GC of that one is uh, for those that are on there. Yeah, the original Simon one I did, um, I actually had to re rebuild that one completely um, just because it couldn't take the moisture in the field kind of a thing. Uh, that one went quite a few years and uh, that one eventually it just got tired of fixing it. So that one became archived at some point too. So Engineer42 has a question. He says, how well are the exposed switches on the ammo can surviving the weather? Do they have any problems with rain? I do know those are waterproof buttons. So how have mine still in the shop? So I couldn't. I haven't heard them. anything. I haven't heard there's been any problems with them, all the ones that have sold. So No. And I have them. I have some sitting out in the rain for one of my caches. And I actually just switched them out last week for the first time in four years. Is that so, the one? Is that the? Uh, yeah, the here's a very exposed three, and they're really exposed. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. they're in the weather, uh, and I actually don't think it was the switches that was bad. So, uh, on it, but I finally switched them out. But I haven't heard anything back, and we get emails usually from casters or something. Yeah. Wrong. 
So thanks for the question there, Engineer42. All right. All right. Let's move on to the version that we're going to give one away tonight. Um, and I'm actually kind of anxious to get additional feedback on this one because this is, uh, for me anyway, it's a new creation. So this was one of those, um, I always wanted to do a reaction uh, time kind of test of some kind of game of skill uh, type of a thing. And um, for some odd reason, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a third version of this kit. Um, it actually kind of works out the same push button, the same seven LEDs. You know, this is the same as scales. Uh, one button instead of three. So now it almost became a matter of, you know, get rid of two buttons and essentially you use the same hardware, less two buttons. Well, actually, there's a, a button back here uh, for programming. Um, you know, I just had to write the code and figure out how to better use those LEDs. So that's what that's what the chase um, uh, game is about. And I don't know if you're chasing a mouse or you're chasing, um, you know, your, your wits about you kind of a thing. But essentially this one, you're trying to capture, chase, catch that little green LED in the center uh, during the game. Okay. So this one is not directly timed, but um, if you wait way too long, it'll just power down kind of thing if you're not making a move. There are four levels uh, that you have to accomplish, and there's two different difficulty levels. So you have to get four levels in the normal difficulty or four levels in the expert. And when I push the button here, you'll see they're just kind of scrolling along. Now, if it's at the more difficult uh, expert level, the LEDs are going to move much more quickly. Um, and to be honest, you can see I've done this a lot of times. So that was level one. And now they're dancing from both sides. Yeah. And you only get so many misses. There we go. And you notice each time it lights more LEDs. Right, so that, that indicates level two. Yeah. Now it's actually going to randomly start. And it's not going to start the same time. And it only gives you a more limited number of LEDs to see from. There we go. Now we're up to the Fourth third level. level. And now it really is dancing from all over. Come on, Dave, you can do it. Oh, come on. almost. Yeah, come on. You're that close. I'm trying to push the button for you, and it's not working. <laughs> hey, it. My mouse on the screen doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is. It's four levels. Now, it's beeping out the combination, as does the sign and as does the scales. So that's exactly the same. There's a lock you put on the top of the ammo can. This is the four-digit code. I think it's one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, or something like that. Yeah, four, three, two, one. So that's that's basically the same. All right. Yeah, I like that game. That's fun. Finishes there. It's gonna play a little song here too. Yeah, there we go. So Forza <laughs> Awakens, and this may be something that we talk about later. Uh, it will take more LEDs, but what about a version of the stacker game? I'm not sure what the stacker game necessarily is. Hmm, I'm not sure what the stacker game is either. Yeah. Shoot us an email with that is, and we can see if we can come up with an answer for you. Yeah, we'll yeah, come absolutely. up with that. So, yeah, send us that, and who knows? Maybe that might become another um, another build that we do. And uh, Chad, Tricastia said, oh, yeah. oh, we struggled with that one in West Bend. Well, you saw how easy it was. Dave just did it in how many tries? <laughs> so let me, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, 
Dave has been doing this for you know three months, playing with it and hitting it. After a while, you kind of get a muscle memory to when to hit the button, right? And so I made it more difficult before it got released. And the one that I gave away, uh, it's GC, 9C, M is in Michael, C is in Charlie, N is in Nickel. GC, 9, Charlie, Michael, Charlie, Nickel. I gave that to West Bank Cash Band. That's the one that Tricashus had an opportunity to play. It's more difficult than the one you just looked at. But I thought it was kind of easy when I sent it to the individual in West Bend. And if you read the comments on GC9CMCN, you're going to see a lot of very frustrated people um, who struggled to do this one, even though I thought it was relatively normal. Okay. So the, the, the individual who posted this one gave it a four and a half rating. And it started at a three and a half when I did it, and she's now bumped it to four and a half. And, and Chad can attest it was not easy. But for me, it, you know, you, you, when you're writing the code and you're doing it, it just, it, you don't know how hard it is. So comment to that. The level that is now the expert level for this one is uh, more like the one that you saw in West Bend. It's, a, it's, it's tough. It's going to be a challenge. This one has slowed down a little bit. And so it's a, it, you know, you can see I, I, I kind of got it maybe easier than you might. Or you bring a young child with you who plays video games. <laughs> Every time you get a child with video games, they just knock this thing out. So anyway, maybe Chad's got more comments uh, in, in, or Trey Cash just has some more comments in the, in the chat. But the one in West Bend, read the comments, read the logs. That'll give you an idea uh, how challenging that was. That's now the higher level. So that was field testing. This version's a little bit easier than that one. Hey, right. but you're not here to make finders' lives uh, happier here to challenge them, right? Right. Yeah. And so what Chad says is, I think we were there were seven of us each trying it before we got it. Um, and he also says it was fun watching. Or were you watching or laughing? And I'm just <laughs> curious. I, I, yeah. Well, and I think what you said there, as far as you know, when you make it, it was easier for you because you kind of get used to it. I think it goes for all of us that make caches right or puzzles as we're making it it seems to be really easy so it's really hard sometimes to determine what the difficulty should be on some of the caches yeah right and that's where i think beta testing comes in really handy because you can have somebody test it and say hey tell me what you think of this how hard was this to do it when and explain so that's that's where i think that falls into really great there yeah give, uh, give it to a mega there. give it to a mega when people are trying to get 66 caches in the short time they're there, and you really <laughs> determine how challenged it is. They don't withhold it in their logs uh, kind of thing. So anyways, no. glad to uh, try caches. Yeah. A chance to try it out. So, yeah, we're watching the chats and um, and Racy's putting in. We got different people like Racy's putting in hashtag chat. Now, remember, uh, Chase, not chat. Putting <laughs> hashtag Chase in the chat. That's hard to say. Oh, yeah. Say that five times real fast. I'm not going to. But um, a lot of us are putting in there. Uh, in there. And remember, if you put in hashtag uh, Chase in the chat, you're being entered in to win the Chase game that we just saw um, at the end of the show, and we'll get that out to you. Um, so and if you don't win it, hey, guess what? You can go to Chromia Print or go to or the geocache talk uh, website and click on store and it's on there where you can purchase it there as well. So now chat chase, hashtag chat chase doesn't give you anything extra. 
<laughs> so that yeah. one at West Bend, it, it has 231 fines on there. Um, so it has a lot of fines in one DNF. Just oh, so so frustrated they walked away. Parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did okay for West Bend for favorite points, too. I think uh, uh, it only has like 30. How was I going to bring it up? It has 83 favorites, which is like 37%. Yeah, but when, that happens I, at megas. I find that exactly. at big events, you don't get the quality of favorite points or the amount that you should get because you got so many people finding them, uh, and they're just trying to find the code or look at the look yeah. look for the code they need to write down or something, and they're not paying attention to giving favorite points. Yeah, the the Darth Vader wire loop cache that I had, which I think was one of the most favored for a mega kind of a thing. I think I might have hit in the fifty percent range. I mean, that was high. That was really high for a mega, you know. Yeah, a lot of people watch, a few play, and uh, but but anyways, I I think read the comments if you don't win tonight. Read the comments and the log sheet. It won't be that bad, but you definitely will see some favorite uh, uh, favorable comments as well in terms of they had a great time and things like that. So excellent. Yeah. I, I want to throw kind of a side note here, and and, and this may move on in addition. Um, it's been a ton of fun doing this style of cash. It's been fun helping the gadget talk show. Hopefully people are enjoying being able to do pre-coded, um, uh, smart caches and stuff like that, but it's hard to find caches that are, uh, easy enough to build, not too complicated to play because, you know, real quickly gadgets get to be overly complex and even the simple ones can be to some people very puzzling if you got some thoughts on like the, the the game that was mentioned earlier games that might be relatively simple interesting to do or just catchy you know let let gadget talk know and uh, uh, we'll we'll chat about it kind of a thing but i'd be curious to see if there's some smart cash out there that you're interested in but something that maybe everybody would be interested in, you know, that lots of people might enjoy putting out as opposed to, you know, not everybody does TARDIS uh, yeah. type of thing. You, can, you can't have too many of those kind of things. So, yeah, if you think something you might like in a kit, let us know. You never know what may come out uh, in the future. Right. And the Force Awakens, I have just saw the email, and I have just forwarded it to Chad, and I'll get it to you here shortly, Thanks. Dave, as well. So it looks... Uh, he's put there's a picture on here and I'm looking at it. It looks pretty cool. So oh, sounds good. Might be something that we do later. So sounds good. Sounds fun. We're always looking for some, we were just discussing before the show yeah. about some, some new kits. And then obviously we want to make some a little bit more affordable, easier ones to make too. So, um, so yeah, anyways, they're fun to make. I, I know we have a lot of fun. I, Dave does all the work on them. Um, he makes all the instructions. I mean, these, these pages and the instructions oh, that you phenomenal. go through here. He does such a good job on there. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say. He does everything. I just have to put them together and do some creating on them, but not much. You spend the money. I just help out. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your help on that. <laughs> it's fun to do. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. And, and Adi was saying that Megas, a lot of times the logs yeah. are just passed around and that's, I saw that again. Of course, I've seen that at many megas too. But when I was there, I would actually close it back up and say, "No, you guys got to experience this." <laughs> like we talked about it at Omega having like tents or something that you only let people in to find one at a time. 
Uh, we actually tried that at uh, CashCon for the four-person Simon Says, uh, and the line ended up being something like an hour and 40 minutes long. Oh, wow. And uh, so we were like, okay, we need to change this because, uh, you know, you have to have a time limit, I guess, if you're going to do something like that uh, or have someone there that can help. And so we tried it. It kind of it was successful, but then not uh, because what happens is you get a code word on the screen when you finish the Simon Says, and then someone just walks down the line of everybody and gives out the code. So Right. Well, I know at when at Texas Challenge, they had when they were doing the gadgets on the challenge itself, they had, I think it was like five minutes. If there was a line, there was five minutes on the person. And then after the five minutes, they had to jump back into the end of the line and let somebody else or they just messed up. And, and they were given hints. So that might be something that would be really good too. Yeah, we end up doing, uh, I think, two tries and then we just gave you the code. I think is what we end up doing because it, it just got to be so long. It wasn't, it was fun watching people do it. I think it was a fun experience, but just mm -hmm. waiting in that line just got to be too much. Yeah. It's, it's not an amusement park. Yeah. <laughs> not Disneyland. No. We're not at Tricassius's caches. No, we're not there. We're not in the, yeah. not, we're up there. Nice. All right, Dave. So I saw so you put something else underneath your build clam cam or play cam. Well, I, I, I know uh, last, um, uh, last gadget talk, there was a question about PC boards. Right. And um, so I wanted to just answer that. I think it was Engineer 42 had asked the question. So I'll just throw up some some of the boards. I mean, one of the, one of the things that makes the, the kits so much easier to, to manage is the fact that, that I mean, the code's done uh, in some cases, but the fact that you can lay out a, a circuit board like this. And this is a panel. It's a standard panel. Um, for JCL PCB, 100 millimeters by 100 millimeters. And you can see there's, in fact, three boards in it. They break out into this size when they're busted. So they, they crack apart. There's a little rail and they come into three pieces. Or uh, this one's already broken in two, but for example, this one, you know, may have come as, as uh, the, the rail's broken there, as six boards to a panel, but it's the same same size panel type of thing. But this is what makes the kits um, really easy to make uh, so you can build them easily kind of a thing. And also uh, it, the 3D printing as well, let me throw that in there too, makes it viable to make the kit easy to assemble. So, right. you know, we're having fun doing the kits and, and all that stuff, but actually there's a lot of um, setting it up in the sense of the circuit boards and the 3D printing to make this so it's as accessible as many people can build it as possible, and uh, hopefully you'll you know you'll give it a try. So, uh, Chad I, or Derek, I've got some um, photos to throw up there, maybe. Right. Yep. Let me uh, those the up. circuit board. And you're kind of getting a little. Uh, we're showing some. Yeah, well, that's top secret of... stuff here. We're not supposed to be showing this stuff here. What? Teasers. What? Did Gary spill beans? What? No. <laughs> not that one yet. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! Sorry, <laughs> I went to go look on it for myself, and I clicked on it for everybody. Oh my gosh! So, anyways, so, buttons, the, Chad. so the answer the answer to the question is for circuit boards. Um, Easy EDA is what I've used. I don't know that's the best one, or or the worst one, but it was relatively simple for me to to pick up and, and learn to use. Um, but basically, you do two things, and, and just kind of flip through these. I think there might be. Yeah, you, you generate a schematic. There's a library of parts. You want a red LED, is you just grab a red LED and stick it in. And each of the parts 
come surface mount or five millimeter or you know different sizes so when you go to a circuit board it already has the footprint for that particular item there okay so easy eda is sort of feed into jcl pcb which is where i ordered the boards from so here's the schematic for the simon game uh, this is showing the layers of the simon game you see the four leds um, yellow is the top surface green is on the back side red traces are on the top blue traces are on the bottom so essentially you take the schematic and you say lay it out drag these things into a particular size you want and uh, then you can click on it and say order me some and this is like a 3d rendering of uh, i guess the simon game yeah with the leds on the other side and so on. so anyway that's the process whoop, whoop, uh -huh, that looked like something new um, that's the process I've been using is is easy EDA, um, laying out a schematic, laying out a board, and, and it's really, you know, click and drag and, and whatever. It's not too difficult. I can help anybody who, who's looking for some support. And then you click on the button that says order boards. And uh, I think they're in the neighborhood of $2 for a panel or tent, two panels. There you go. $2 for uh, one to four layer PCB. So when I ordered uh, this this unknown board that we're not going to maybe talk about quite yet, but so this has got six boards on it. I ordered uh, 10 of these panels and it cost me $12. So essentially I got 60, 60 of the these boards for about 12 bucks. Now, bad news would be they come from China and it cost me another 13 or $14 to ship it. Um, but if you're ordering larger quantities, obviously the shipping becomes less of an issue kind of thing. So they're relatively inexpensive. It's about a week. They turn it in like three days, uh, but shipping and delivery and customs and all that stuff, but it just gets taken care of. He said that is so oh, absolutely better than etching it yourself. Yeah, yeah. much better than etching. Um, let's hear. Um, are you doing your own board design? What software? Okay. So we were just explaining that engineering 42. Um, yeah, so Easy EDA is what I'm using for both schematic capture and um, board layout. And then again, you click and you can order from JCL PCB right from there. Okay, that's really cool. And those that are wanting to do those, that's that's really great. I just I just have Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so you're muted, Chad. You're definitely you're muted. muted you're muted, Chad. You haven't sound any better than that. You're still muted. Yeah. <laughs> you mean me. Okay. So I not, uh, I I'm sure it was interesting. We've run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Tricastius said he was pretty excited to see, to make LEDs blink on our Arduino this weekend. So yeah. pretty easy. We actually did a show on that um, as well. But, uh, you know, when you, when you mess with the Arduino and you actually get stuff to work, it's actually really fun. Yeah, uh, in is. fact, you can go on Tinkercad, and they actually have a program on there for doing the Arduino code, and you can actually try it out there, and it will show you the functions that it does and let you know if it's working or not. So uh, Tinkercad is free. Uh, you can do 3D printing uh, design on there as well as uh, Arduino. So uh, I can see if I can pull it up here, but it's actually kind of fun. I've got it. I'm getting it. You got it there? I'm getting it there. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have a chance to look at that, that's, that's uh, fun to do. 
Uh, who's, who hit the... I think I've done one uh, on Tinkercad. I think someone was looking for some help. I didn't want to breadboard it. And so I made one in Tinkercad, and sure enough, the servos moved. LEDs lit. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I've messed with it a little bit, uh, but not not a ton. And I would like I actually need to use it more. I just haven't had time to do a bunch of work. Lately. Now, there was something I saw the other day that I thought was really cool on Tinkercad, and I'm trying to find where it, where it was. Um, I mean, you have your basic components here where you can kind of scroll through. So you have a lot of the different things in here. You can actually type in, so you wanted a breadboard or... Um, Hey, Derek, I've got one completed. I can throw up here. Okay, I'm okay. waiting for it to come up. Let me let me see if I can uh, do this. But I was looking for, there was a new. Is that Sharon? No, I'm not seeing anything. Just see. I always remember this doesn't work the way I think it does. Yeah, but there was a way that I could, that was doing that was really cool, and I'm trying to remember where it's at. I was messing around with it the other day. Um, for those that, okay, I see it. Let me take mine out. There you go. Is that going? Yep, it's up there now. Yeah. So, so this is a, a, a Simon game with a servo. In fact, this might have been something, Derek. I might have been messing. That was a lot like what we were working on. Yeah. 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 Except I didn't have the LED screen. LCD. Oh, I just lost it. Just yeah, it's it's just re, it's just refreshing. Okay. So yeah, uh, Tinkercad. You can actually go and play with this, and and if you want to go ahead and and uh, um, blink your LEDs. Yeah, that's just it, yeah. So uh, those who are watching and that listening, it's this the LEDs. It's a we're doing Uno, and it's got several components on it. It's got some buttons. It's got a servo. Um, you got your batteries, and I'm not sure what this, it's the other volt. I'm playing Simon right now. Does he have a voltmeter on there? It looks like he might just be measuring his voltage. Yeah. Yeah, they use that for the source. Anyway, so yeah, Tinkercad, and it's a simulation for that. So that's, that's really, really cool. Um, uh, Cash Line says, I definitely... Need help with the schematic board I'm working on on for a gadget. Might have a bit off more than I can chew. I've done that. I've, I've, I, yeah, that's, yeah, I can just completely understand with that. Um, drop, drop, me, email, drop me an email on it. The tough part. I'm happy to comment on it. Yeah. Yeah. Drop me an email on it. I'm, I'm happy to comment on anything. I'm, I'm a good uh, critic, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, and you can also grab the code. I don't know if I'm sorry, I was doing something else, but uh, you can copy the code or download it from the Tinkercad too and download it right to your right. Uh, and I was trying to find the Tinkercad code because those that are for like word blocks, like um, for when I'm coding for uh, like on with a Lego robot uh, with the kids, they use these word blocks, and now they've actually added the word blocks into Tinkercad. So you can actually, if you do it that way, then it actually will convert it into. Um, C plus plus as well for the Arduino, so it's just another another little bit more visual for those that have to code that way as well. And I was trying to find it to show you, and I can't seem to find it right now. Yeah, and it looks like uh, Cash Line there was saying he had some issues with some resistors. Yeah, uh, and figuring out the right size. Um, there's actually a um, easy program uh, online 
or you can even download it for your phone, anything that actually, if you put your voltage and all that stuff in there, will actually tell you the resistors, uh, what you want. So it's actually a fairly simple uh, program to, to use. So, and it's free app. Yeah. Oh, it says show code will give you word blocks. You can turn on text. So yeah, that's where it is. I was trying to, I just don't have anything in, I, I guess what it is, I don't have anything in there yet. So that's, that's why I'm not seeing it. So yeah, that's just really cool to do on the word blocks. Thanks. Thanks engineer 42. Now, did we want to show, we I mean, kind of give a little bit of tease. Do we want to show? I will if Chad does. On? Chad? <laughs> uh, we, we can. Uh, I have something here. Um, if you want to, or do you want to show your version of it, Dave? I will throw one on the cam here. Okay. So I, I, I'm looking at two different build cams. I'm looking at different cams. So who? Let's go and go with Dave's. All right. So we're going to go with Dave's. Okay. So here we go. So, and boom. It may look familiar. Yeah. Chad, so, does this look familiar maybe a little bit? Looks like some magic blocks. That's right. So we're oh, and then we got a number that looks like a nine. That's some a little bit different. Or six. Which way does he have it? It's a nine. It's a the nine. decimal point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the decimal points right there. Of course, you can't see my mouse showing. Um, so that's just some a little bit of uh so we got a one and a nine, and then there's a top. And so for those who are listening and not watching, these are uh, a new uh, item that we're going to be putting up here on our store as well. And these are, we're actually stole Chad's idea from uh, the Magic Blocks. And uh, we just kind of changed it around and made it a little bit easier. Uh, and it's actually interchangeable. So the way you actually make, uh, the, put the uh, magnets, everything in, the read switches, it's actually really, really simple. And the way you program the number on them is even easier. So instead of having to solder a bunch of different numbers, and you can change the number on these, is you uh, end up putting some dip, dip switches in here. And on the dip switches, you can actually switch the dip switches over to turn on separate LEDs, or se separate segments of the seven-segment display. Right. Um, and we have here... Uh, oops. I clicked on it, but it's not on the right stream. Uh, Chad's loving the idea of how to change the code is brilliant. Yes. He's loving that with the dip switches. Yeah, so it's so simple. Rather than have to figure out and soldering and doing all this extra stuff, um, it's just dip switches. Um, let me see if I can pull up that co that code here that actually explains which dip switches do which action on it. Yeah, and just finding our way said... It was so much fun building from scratch, but this would sure make mounting the LEDs. <laughs> so yeah, this is yeah, it's everything's just really, and that's what the, the the PCBs that you're seeing earlier. That's was the actual for this this build here, and we are working on having this into the store um, here soon. pretty soon. And soon we're uh, on a few pieces, but we're just. Uh finishing up a couple little details on it and um, then it will be up. I just noticed that I didn't order. I ordered only a several of the, a uh, few of the, uh, the uh, read switches. And now it looks like they're on back order until November. So I'm going to see what I can do to get them. Ah. Than that. <laughs> so we'll see. I've got a few extra. 
but not yeah. that many. But not that many. Yeah. So, so we got a few more people watching. Don't forget um, to put in into the the chat. Um, we'll keep pulling it back up uh, to win the chase game. Uh, don't forget to put in hashtag chase in the chat to be eligible to win that chase game. We're going to be giving that away here in probably about 10 minutes. So get that in there right now. We got 24 entries. I got 30 people watching. So there's six of you that haven't put it in. So, so let, me, let me show here real quick on how easy it is to switch one of the segments here to numbers. your numbers. Oh, oops. Let me mute that one. There we go. Got it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> You're way quicker than me. Um, so this is what the inside of it looks like here. Two AA batteries. I wonder if it can focus a little bit better. Probably not on this thing. There you go. You got to just hold go. it a lot closer. Just hold it close. So on the, in the instructions, um, I can put, point that up a little bit right up here. Uh, well, on the instructions, it will say, say how to do it. Uh, it almost showed the screen. Anyways, it'll say uh, what numbers it takes to make the different segments. Okay, come on. Okay, hold on. I, I, I guess I may have that. Hold on. I have the instructions here. Let me see if I can pull them up. I'm getting to that. There we page. go. There we go. Okay, don't mess with it anymore. Okay, so um, right now everything is off on it. And, of course, I'm going to have to get another one here to put it next to it. i got to find the right one. And I'm trying to find the instructions. Okay, here we go. Oh, you know what? I have them all off. So, anyways, the instructions. If we want to have a zero, you need to have on the side here, if you look on the PCB, it says A, B, C, D, E, F, G on there. Um, and so, if you want to have a zero, you have to have A, B, C, D, E, and F on. So, pretty much everyone but G which is the center there one. There, there's, a, there's the code. There you go. Well, there you go. Um, so if you turn them all on, then it will turn. There we go. It? There, there you go. go. So now it makes a zero. I had to find the right one. These magic blocks. Who came up with this idea? Uh, so anyways, it made a zero. Uh, and it, as Derek showed on there, it's a very simple... You can go through there, turn your dip switches on and off, and make the number you want. So uh, I think that's just a brilliant idea uh, to do that, and it makes it really, really simple. If you want to change your code in the future, you don't have to do any soldering or anything like that. Yeah, you just switch around your magnets on there, your, your read switches. So, yes. but, but we can't take credit for the idea. Uh, TriCash has showed us this, and it is an great. awesome idea. So. Yes, and these kits will be available here soon. As soon as I make sure I have enough parts in, and there's the there's the boxing for it. Like I said, there's a little soldering yeah. that you may have to do when you put solder some stuff to the board, uh, but then it's just ready to go and change your code. And hey, your lock breaks and you need a new lock, you change your code. It's that yeah. easy. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah, this is as yeah. easy as you can do with and still do soldering. I mean, you yeah. still have to solder, but other than that, there's no drilling, there's no measuring, there's, you know, it's it's a very direct build. So solder, simple, and you're done. Right. So that this is the newest kit that we're going to be having out here pretty soon. Uh, just like I said, we're just trying to bring up the game and find stuff that we can get to go find ourselves and enjoy it as well. Um, and a lot of us, I don't know, it's, I, I just love finding gadgets anyways, and that's why I love <laughs> being down at, um, in Jackson and Georgia this week, Jackson County this weekend. So, 
I hope y'all have liked that. Now, remember, oh, hold on, what's this? I just seen. Uh, Dave labels everything so well, not only on the PCB, but also the instructions are awesome. And yeah, let me show you. The, let me just as as we're showing going through this again. I mean, just look at these instructions. I'm yeah, I'm going backwards on it, so that's reveal anything too much. But just see, how, here's just how you lay everything together inside of it, and it's just Dave does such a wonderful job. I really so much appreciate those Davids when you're putting these together for us because even a geocacher can build this, right? Do what? <laughs> Even a geocacher can build this, even, right? <laughs> even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. I mean, the, the only hardest part of this is not burning yourself sometimes. But other than that, you, it's good to go. So, yeah, everything explains how everything is. It's just really... The orientation, everything's on there, real simple. Even the, uh, the boxes have an arrow on them on the inside of the box that points which way is up and down, so... And how, really how to find where to put things. I'm trying to find. So yeah, everything's just really, really well done on all this. So just really do appreciate it and just make it for everybody to be able. To... And, and we made them. Ideas, we the, made them the with a. Acrylic... Oh, sorry, Dave. I'm saying the chat has more ideas. <laughs> yeah, more, hey, hey, more I always ideas. have ideas. Hey, just break never out that little oh. book and send it to us, and we'll we'll see what else we can come up with. Um, that Chad, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he said, I would love to hear Chad. Uh, Tricasha says, I would love to hear from cashers that put, put one one together so I can watch them. Um, Chad's sending me a um, a kit when it comes up, and I think I'm probably going to be doing one on my channel. So you'll kind of maybe get to see you'll see that on there later on once I finish this other. It's sitting right over here, right underneath the camera of the one that I've been working on. Uh, still doing some testing on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sitting right there, but yeah, we're, I'd love to be able to do that too. So it, I'd love this and who knows one of these may end up out here in Memphis for cash fest. So yeah, we'll see. I thought about doing one of these builds on one of the shows, but honestly, it's like five minutes to solder the thing together and you just, you just do it four times. So yeah. it's actually really simple. It's really simple. And then I think probably the hardest thing is like getting your dip switches put in place. So, yeah. So um, let me show you here real quick because, you know, we thought about doing, and, and so people don't see how much work and how much talk, uh, conversations that Dave and I have on designing these. Originally, we wanted to make it real simple and just use these uh, project boxes, right? And then cut in the, the seven segment display. Uh, but then we thought, okay, well, what if we make it simple? So there's already set areas you could put the, um, uh, read switch. So um, the only way, anyways, a bunch of talking, we end up coming up with a whole box that makes it easy to actually put the switches in, right? And makes a PCB. You can mount that, everything in there, the batteries, everything fits. Real simple, easy. It doesn't shake around. Um, nice and secure. And then, you know, Dave's like, well, I'm worried about weather. If someone is playing with that in the weather and the rain, you know, we want to make sure it's weatherproof. Uh, so we end up designing this and actually installing a piece of acrylic uh, and gluing it in there, selling it in there. So it actually, these could, I wouldn't submerge it in water, but if you're out in the rain playing with this, it would, it would last. It wouldn't ruin the, the box at all. So, um, you know, there's a lot of thought process that goes through this whole design. 
But I will say if you get one and you have an idea uh, of maybe changing it, making it better, uh, send us an email because, you know, we're always up for changing things. We don't catch everything every time. Uh, and there's there's always good ideas. So let us know. Send that email to Gadget Talk, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, really look forward to seeing that. And if, like I said, ideas, who knows, might end up doing something in here. So we got just a few more minutes. We got 29 entries, got 30 watching. If you have not put in uh, hashtag chase in the chat to win the, the chase game, better get it in now because we are going to about to roll it in about one minute. I'm going to give you about 50 seconds uh, to put it in there. I make sure that you got that in the chat before we start rolling for chat uh, for the chance to win chase. Um, um, so Forbes Awakens asked, what type of uh, security screws do you use for the magic blocks? Well, right now, Dave has the Allen wrench, uh, two and a half millimeter or three millimeter Allen wrenches in there. Um, it's an M3 screw with a hex head. Yeah. So, um, we're not sure exactly, uh, we're going to either use that or switch to a different security screw. Uh, just depending on what we can find. I think the M3 with a hex head is, is going to work just fine. Right. Yeah. And Joe, uh, Castro is asking what kind of filament are we using on this and it's PTLA, right? Uh, we usually use PETG. PTG, sorry. Not to P PLA would work fine because these really yeah, aren't not, not out PLA. I meant, yeah, I meant PTG is what I meant. I was, like I said earlier, I'm tired. Um, I've actually ran some PLA plus on some projects out in the weather and it's actually worked really well. Uh, no issues with it, but uh, PETG is typically what we end up using. All right. So we have tap dance for the last 50 seconds and I am bringing it into the stream. So we have all of that has been put in there. So get ready for, uh, for us to run this. And there it is. All right. You guys ready? Here we go. We got 30 in there. We got 30 watching. So here. Oh, I forgot to put mine in. Yeah. I think you got some right there. Anyway. So here we go. Running through it. See where it stops. Nobody knows. It'd be funny if Tricassius gets it. Um, uh, oh, he, here he Ryan, gets one. Ryan Simmel. Simmel, one, two, three. Just won himself the magic block. Not magic blocks. <laughs> Good try. Um, the, the chase game. Uh, Ammo can chase. <laughs> so we will work on getting that out to you. I think we have your address, Ryan. <laughs> so. Yeah. And if you get to, if you give us a good idea on making one of these kits, um, I'll send you one here at the end. Tricassius, I'm sending him one in the mail here this week uh, because he came up with the idea and it was his idea. So he yeah. let us use it. So, yeah. I mean, um, you can always use a spare, right? Yep. We'll see. So, and Darwell says, I was close. Uh, <laughs> Abuelo says, woohoo. And Joe Castro says, congrats. Uh, Adi says, at least it was a, it was a Kansian. That's hard to say. It, the, maybe it's spelled like that, Kansan. <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan. Um, haven't seen him pop up here yet. Yeah, so, shoot us, uh, well, we may already have it, but if not, uh, email us at gadgetalkpodcast at gmail.com, your right. address. So, but everybody's just congratulating. Ryan's like, yes, got it. Hey, you deserve that after that long weekend of being at CoinFest and putting all that together. So that that's, you deserve Deserve some something. Needs there. more work. <laughs> <laughs> Here's more things to do. Yeah, uh, plan that Glowforge like a name tag. For we, me. Hey, we did put the Glowforge into the kit too. The the magic blocks, right? 
Oh yeah, we use that on lots of different things. It's uh, it's coming. It comes in handy. Yeah. Uh, if we can get them to sponsor, I'd be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> we all would be. We get some free material. Yeah. So, but everybody, I just hey Dave, once again, thanks for all the hard work you've put on into these kits and doing the manuals and my pleasure designing the boards and all that. I just I'm glad you have the time to be able to do that for us. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's a pleasure to do it. I'd rather be doing that than uh, cutting grass or trimming bushes or cleaning the garage. So yeah, you, well, you do such a good short. job at it. I mean, when we were thinking about new kits, I first thing I said was, "Hey, Dave, you want to do some new kits? You do such a good job making the instructions." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, send me your ideas." So it was. It's nice. It's a pleasure to work with you on them. It's yeah. fun. It's fun to work with you guys. So, but I just want to thank everybody for being on in the chat tonight. Congratulations to Ryan once again for winning the chase game. Um, and then you also got a kind of a preview of the new new one that's going to be coming into the store here pretty soon. The Magic Blocks. Uh, thanks to Tricashus for coming up with that. And then we just kind of put our own little spin to to the design on it to make it um, accessible for everybody. And so we just uh, really do appreciate that. And uh, any other last words, guys? Nope. It looks like uh, Martin, uh, who ships out our uh, kits, already has Ryan's address. So okay. uh, he will get that in the mail. All right. All right, Ryan. You'll get it here, here pretty soon. So with that, we're going to say good night, good day, good morning, wherever you're watching, whenever you're watching. We'll catch you next time. Oh, next Gadget Talk. Almost forgot. Thanks, Chad. I was just, yeah, just going to say. Next Gadget Talk is on the 27th of this month, um, and that's a Monday. Yes. And the reason why, because Chad... Because we don't want to do a Tuesday. Yeah, no. that Tuesday that Tuesday's going to be a little bit rough for Chad. He's going to be not at home. He's going to be traveling to going caching. And to when we'll be at going caching Wednesday, I'll be there at Wednesday night, but you're, you're starting to travel on Tuesday. So we're going to do it on Monday night on uh, September 27th. Um, that's so the September 27th on Monday night is when we're going to be doing our next gadget talk. So yes. don't, don't forget that. Um, so thanks for kind of signaling me there, Chad. <laughs> so, I almost forgot myself. Yeah. So that was our last word. And with that, we will say good night and we will see you on the 27th on Monday, the 27th for the next gadget talk. We don't know what we're going to do yet. It's going to be a surprise. We'll see. Yep.